Hello everyone. Welcome to Notes from a Starseed. I am your host, Starseed. Happy Friday. Today is August August 6. So, a lot has happened within the last week or so. And I just want to touch base on I guess just the material things of life. Um, and again, sorry about all the background noise. Uh, if you are new here, welcome. I do like to record my my episodes while I have my windows open as I'm drinking my dandelion tea. Trying to imitate a coffee. <laughs> so... Uh, I got an email on Monday the 2nd that the show is now available on Breaker, Google Podcasts, as well as Radio Public. So thank you so much for everybody that's listening. I am now available on a total of five um, five different, what is this, podcasts? <laughs> um that's the word. Okay, so platforms. I'm available on five platforms as of right now. So we have Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify. And for anybody out there that is looking to have a podcast, I do recommend Anchor.fm. Reason for that, it's it's just been the easiest that I can do. Um, I'm definitely a busy, a busy star seed, <laughs> planting seeds all over the place. Um, so yeah, if you guys decide to start a podcast because of something I said or whatever, or based off of, hey, you should try anchor.fm. Let me know. I would love to listen to your podcast. So um, again, thank you so much for everyone involved. Uh, if you're listening, welcome. And Thanks for sticking around. (laughs) So, again, I wanted to start on material, material things. So let's get a little bit serious. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Um, So I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to... Publish an episode on twice. Excuse me. I'm gonna publish two episodes weekly. One's gonna be on a Friday, and the second one will be on a Sunday. That way, if you want to listen on your way to work, if you want to, yeah, just listen on your way to work. Listen whenever you're doing something. I know Mondays are a little bit. There, there's just so much pressure on a Monday. I, I don't understand the pressure of it. it. It's, you know what? I do. I do. Let's dissect that for a minute here. So it's not fair. Yeah, I'm going to say it. It's not fair that the work week consists of Monday through Friday. We work five days and we only get two to rest. Too. And that's just here in the U.S. Uh, definitely different things in other countries. But again, they 
I don't like to be compared to other countries. And the reason for that is just because I don't... I just don't think it's right. We're not in the same anything as that other country. We haven't figured out certain things that they have. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not there. Sorry, that was me. So, um, (laughs) I'm consistently bumping into everything today. I am not yet fully awake. I, I think I woke up around 8.30 today and I just felt, I wake up differently now. So, compared to other times, I would wake up and I would be instantly dreading something, rushing something. I at times didn't have a moment to catch to how I was feeling. Now that I have my own business and make my own hours, when I wake up in the morning, when I don't have my kiddos, when I wake up first thing in the day, and I don't like using the word morning, it... it, mm, it slips out here and there, but I don't like it. I'm not in mourning, or maybe I am. You know what? I am in mourning. I am. We'll touch on that later. So I woke up at 8.30 earlier today. I don't have my kiddos with me. I, I don't set up an alarm. I do try to still go to sleep early, though. Um, I do try to fall asleep before 10 o'clock. Anything after 10, I'm just asking for it. And I don't, I don't like the feeling of being rushed. So when I don't have my kiddos, I don't set up an alarm. When I do, I do set up an alarm because I need to have them on a certain schedule. Um, since we still do like school, daycare, all of that, which I don't agree with. But anyways, um, their fa- it makes their father feel better about things. And I understand. We're not in the same uh, level in life when it comes to... Well, I guess it's not even the level. It's We're in different places. That's what it is. We're in different places right now. Or always have been. And to him, it feels comfortable having that type of structure for them. I feel our children need a different structure. uh, But it just is what it is right now. And I accept it. And I I know he'll open up. I know their father's going to figure it out at some point later and understand where I'm coming from. So I'm just being patient because everything in its own time. I don't like suppressing people. I don't like pushing anything on them before I used to and it had to do a lot with my anxieties and my where I was in life so that's why I don't push much on him anymore I kind of go his way uh my kids even though I set up my alarm for six thirty, six forty-five, I don't wake them up till 7 actually I don't even try till like maybe seven thirty, just because they need I don't know I just feel like 7 in the morning in the morning, um, in my morning, is too much. I I feel like the body, the body should be okay waking up 
after eight. After eight, you should feel well rested. You don't feel that weird groggy feeling of, I guess like hungover or something, right? Like that's, that's what the feeling is if you oversleep. And it's simply because of dehydration. It's nothing more. So I wake up around 8.30 and I just lay in bed. And my bed sheets are white, purposely. My blanket is like a marble looking. It's white and a little bit of gray in it. I am trying to somehow cleanse myself of things. So I'm trying to become a minimalist. And I do like having white in my home because it makes me feel at peace. So... This whole last week, I, it's been, I've been waking up. And when I mean waking up, I mean emotionally. I have been waking up to... I'm so sorry. I keep fidgeting today. So I just keep waking up emotionally. I, there's so much out there. There's so much in here that keeps blossoming. And I'm starting to see different things out here. Or things differently out here. So I'm in the middle of becoming a minimalist. And as I'm lying in bed, I'm like, you know what? I don't need half of these things in here. I disconnect my router at night because I, I can now feel the radiation in the air. So I do disconnect my router at night. It's right next to my bed. Uh, it's a lot higher than my old router. My old router used to be about 200, what is that called, um, MBPBs or something like that. I can't even remember. Um, but this one that I have now is about 900. So you're talking 700 points in difference. And I feel it. At nighttime, I disconnect it because I just feel like it's too much I feel differently. I know people out there don't get that. They don't understand what I'm talking about. And that's okay. That's that's okay. You're not aware of it, so you don't feel it. But when you're aware of it, oh man, can I feel the difference? Um, I ended up going to the dentist. I had all of my fillings removed and replaced with the newer stuff. My headaches went away. I had like daily headaches and I didn't after that and I I can't tell you how many times I cried because I didn't have a headache if I would have known 20 years ago that I was getting headaches because of these I would have done something different in my life but we don't know we don't know. Things just come up and we just go with it and we, it just is what it is, you know? You know, you know, you know. <laughs> um, it, it was just, that's just kind of how it went. 20, and everybody that knows me, that knows me, knows that I used to have these headaches all the time. And it's when I was in high school. I... I had a bunch of fillings done because I was getting my braces done. I got my braces. That whole time frame in in those years, boy, did I have a massive amount of headaches. 
I didn't enjoy anything. I felt so angry all the time. Consistently, like it, it just daily, daily. I don't even know how I survived now that I'm thinking about it because... Dude, what the fuck are they doing to us? You know what I mean? It it just it baffles me. So anyway, back to the minimalism of my room. <laughs> so that's the reason why I turn off the router. Because I can feel a lot more now. And even though my feelings are no longer metal, they're not the mercury feelings. Is that what it was? Mercury? Um, the feelings aren't there, but I still have the residual of it. I still have those weird feelings. I still get those throbbings. I still get all of that. Uh, I turn off the router at night. I lie down and I don't sleep traditionally horizontal or vertically. I have a, I have a large bed. I won't tell you what size. It's big enough. <laughs> I don't sleep horizontally or vertically. I actually... Um, what am I trying to say? Hold on a second here. I sleep at an angle. That's how I sleep, at an angle. Ever since... Um, Ever since my husband and I split up, I sleep at an angle, corner to corner. I don't sleep, I don't sleep vertically or horizontally. I horizontally was when there was two of us. Uh, vertically, I feel like I slept like that for a little bit, maybe a few days, but I grew accustomed to sleep at an angle. So that is my. I don't know why. I just feel comfortable that way. So when I wake up at in the morning, in my morning, I instantly start thinking of things I don't need. That is how I wake up now. What can I take out of my life that is unnecessary? What can I sell, trash, donate, gift that I don't need anymore? And I keep going to these two nightstands that I have. I haven't cleaned them out. I haven't even used the other side of the closet. I don't, I don't feel it's due to whatever emotion. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's linked a little bit. But I think it mostly has to do with a fear. At first I thought, is it a fear of being by myself? Is it a fear of... What is it? My fear is that I will make room for more things. It it doesn't it doesn't have to I mean it does have to do a little bit that my husband moved out, but it's not entirely him. It's about I don't want to open up the other side of the closet because what if I buy more stuff and put them in here cuz I have room now. I have room to put things in so I'm trying to keep it empty because I'm like what what if I end up getting too many things what if I 
go out, purposely buy more stuff because I have room. So every time I go out, every time I go to the store and I'm trying, again, to organize my life, I'm trying to make my life easier, I'm trying to become a minimalist. So as I'm going through all of these things mentally, I'm like, where am I? Like, what am I doing? Do I need this? Can I really live without it? Like, (laughs) so it takes me a minute when I'm at a store. Do I need it? Is this going to bring me love? Is this going to bring me some sort of organization of some sort that's going to make me feel better about things? Why am I buying this? In essence is what I'm asking myself. Because I go to Target. Shout out to Target because they know how to fucking reel you in and take your fucking money. Um, <laughs> I'm about to get a part-time job there. Just to, I don't know, just to subsidize, I guess, all the spending or something. So, um, subsidize to justify all my spending. Jeez. So, I just, I don't want to just be in life. I want to have a purpose and I have found my purpose in life and I'm trying to to do my purpose. So my purpose in life is to help others. And I'm trying to come to terms as to how I need to help them, when I need to help them. That's what I'm struggling with. So as of right now in my life, I am going through all everything that I can and understanding myself when I need to help someone, when it's asked for, and when I need to step back. Because a lot of us help people without, without being asked. And that's our problem, in essence. That's us. That's on us. That's not on them. That's on us. We, we do this to ourselves. We do... When you help someone that doesn't ask you for help, you're in a way holding yourself back. You're holding that person back. And on top of everything, you might be you might be crippling them and crippling yourself. Um It just, we as as a whole need to understand how to ask for help without feeling embarrassed, without feeling um, any sort of negative way. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Absolutely none. Some of us need more help with others. Some of us don't need as much help. But again, if you feel like, oh, I can't do this by myself, you need, to, you need to be asking somebody. If you feel overwhelmed, you need to start asking for help. And that's where I'm at. <laughs> I didn't want to ask for help because I thought, you know what? This is my mess. This is my doing. I, I don't need to bring somebody else into my mess and help me with it. But the way I see it now is 
I'm okay with my mess and I'm not okay with that. So I called in some big guns to to come out and just kind of be with me. They're not my biggest guns, but they're they're pretty big. So um, my biggest gun is my sister. My sister's the one person in my life that even though I don't talk to her much, even though we're not at the same, we're not in the same places in life, we're probably not even on the same road, or maybe we are and I don't even know it yet. So a little background of my sister and I. So we're about five years apart in age. I am the oldest. Uh, it's just the two of us. And that gap in age, our lifestyles, things we've done differently in life, and how things happen to us in life have made us different people to the point where we want to communicate with each other, but we don't. And I think it just has to do that we are stuck in this, we're stuck in this time train of thought, which is very much human. Time is of no essence. Time is nothing. Either we are or we're not. Time is something that is man-made to give you stress, in my opinion. That's how I feel of time. Some of you may say, no, it gives us structure and it gives us a schedule and it gives us... um, Some of you feel more comfortable having a schedule. Some of you feel more comfortable knowing, hey, I have an hour to do this and you know time happens or whatever. It, it everyone's own preference. So I feel like my sister and I are stuck there. And I love talking to her, but I don't like talking to her on a phone. My sister and I are very very much animated people. So when her and I talk, it's less talking, more eyes, more movement. It's, it's a different form of telepathy. Some of you understand this. Some of you won't. It, it just, just hear me out. <laughs> so that's how her and I communicate. So it's easier for us to meet up, have our conversation, and just spill whatever's been happening for the year. The problem is that when we visit, we're a few states apart, so we don't get to see each other often. The last time I saw my sister was maybe a year ago, almost a year ago, and I didn't even have time because I didn't understand what was going on. So when I went out there to visit, I strictly went out there to be myself, to be my openness. And there was only two other people that I felt open with, that I could be open with. With my sister, I struggle because I feel like she's still in that zone of judgment. But it, I think it's more of fear. It's, she's, not, she's not judging me. She's afraid for me because of what other people might think of me. And I don't care. She does. She's still in that zone. So I really wish my sister was coming out instead of, um, no, I wish she was coming out with my parents. I wish I'd like my parents 
they're cool. Um, we struggle. We don't know how to communicate with each other. We hide a lot. It's, it's one of those things. I feel like everybody has that. And a lot of you might understand where I'm coming from. We're just not open with each other like that yet. So with my sister, on the other hand, I really wish she was coming out to visit me. I wish that she was the person that was coming out because I need help, but I don't know what kind of help I need. My sister shows up and my sister knows automatically what needs to be done without me telling her because we do the same things. We do things similarly. We organize the same. We do things the same. My mom just grabs everything and trashes it she just oh this is trash this is trash like she does things without thinking about why i have them because that's her mentality that's how she does things and what irks me is that she's not like that with her things <laughs> my sister on the other hand considers my sister's very she's very in tune without knowing and she reads me without knowing and I am open to her a thousand percent because I know she's not going to judge me and everything that she says to me to the out to outside people it looks like judgment and it sounds like criticizing but to me I know that my sister's telling me this because of her fear she doesn't want her sister belittled. She doesn't want her sister attacked. She doesn't want her sister to go through all these negative things that society has put on us as females. And that's where my sister comes from. That is her trauma. She, There's a lot of judgment trauma within her. So when she speaks to people, she comes from that trauma. She's letting that trauma speak. She's letting that trauma just kind of like, it, it, she's just letting it out. So that's how my sister talks to me with precaution, with, with this is what society's going to think. So you need to figure it out and I can feel it and I can hear it. And I'm like, look, I just need you to understand. I don't care. And she doesn't because she hasn't gone through life the way I have. It, it just is what it is. Five year difference. Is she going to experience the life that I did? Probably not. Is she going to open up the way that I did? I don't know. Maybe it's just whatever is available for her in her time and what makes her everyone in their own time, I guess. But my sister is so in tune without knowing. But it's because she's not open to knowing. That's all it is. So when she comes to my home, she knows how to organize things the way that I want them. She knows where what goes because we're similar. It, it just, I don't have to tell her anything she knows. Okay, my sister does this. Okay, so then we need to do this. So my sister feels this way, so I'm going to do this instead. Like, she just picks up on everything. And she is, if I ever need anything cleaned, if I ever need any help organizing, my sister comes through. That's all it is. She and I are like, one person. I've never considered her my sister. I have never considered her a person. I have always considered her and I one unit. I, I 
I never understood why until recently, but it just, I don't see her like that. I don't see her as my soul sister. I don't see her as my physical sister, my human sister, none of that. It's just, we are one. We're one person. And I, I don't know how else to explain that to people. It's just my sister and I are one brain. Get it or don't. It just, that's who her and I are. So I try to be more in tune with her because I know she's going through a lot emotionally. I think the last year really, really rattled a lot of people's root chakra. And some people understand it and other people don't. So instead, they react out of fear because it's you're not balanced. You don't feel balanced. You used to feel this comfort of knowing. Now you don't have that. It's not there. That's where my sister is in life. She doesn't know. And she likes knowing. She likes to plan out her schedule. She likes to know. And that's, I don't need that. Yeah, my root chakra was shaken, but definitely shook it like a motherfucker. But I don't, I don't, I feel like it did it for a good cause, I guess, is where I'm coming from. I think it was a good thing for me because I feel good, because I'm doing better, because my life is so much better. So anyways, um, I am keeping this podcast very hush-hush on my end. Um, I just want people that are supposed to bump into this podcast to bump into it. If you decide to listen to me throughout all of these episodes, thank you so much. Um, hopefully you're getting good information. Hopefully I'm helping in some way or another. Or maybe you just like listening to me because I make you or I help you fall asleep. I don't know. Shout out to you. Subscribe send me a message, whatever you want. Um, I'm just all ears, you know? I'm here to try and understand people. I'm here to try and understand myself. I'm here to just kind of be open and loving. So, which is why I'm trying to get rid of all my material stuff. I feel like my material stuff is in the way of me connecting. And that's why it's cool that my parents are coming over But I really wish my sister was coming too. So I opened up with her about um, a few things. And I let her know, hey, sister, I have a podcast. And, or I started a a podcast. I'm not asking her to listen. I just wanted to tell it. I just wanted to share it with somebody because I haven't shared it. I feel like if you bump into this podcast, it's for a reason And that's pretty much it. I want people to tune in because they want to. I want people to find me because they're looking and they finally found me. Those are the reasons why I don't really promote my podcast. I mean, I let you know where I'm at. (laughs) If you want to share with your friends, go ahead. Um, But it's not for everybody. And that's okay. I'm not for everybody. And that's okay. And that'll be for another episode because... um, I got a lot to say about that too. (laughs) So 
that's where I'm struggling right now. I'm trying to be a more peacefully elevated person. And I'm trying to get rid of my things that I don't need. But I'm having such a struggle doing it. It's not, You know what? It's not a struggle. I just... I feel like it's not within me currently to do it. It just doesn't feel like it's time. It just feels like... I'm going to put this pile over here. And if I still want it later, I'll get it. And if I don't, I won't. Like, for example, like I have a whole black bag of clothes from my husband and myself. And he insists, hey, let's go ahead and donate it. And it's here in the corner because I don't want to donate it. At first I did and now I don't. I don't want to because I feel like there's so much energy in those clothes. I feel like it's not positive energy. And at the same time, I'm like, what if somebody else can use that? But I don't want that energy going to that person. And I know how to cleanse the energy in it. I know how to do it. It's just that it just doesn't sit right. It doesn't sit right to donate it. So what am I doing? It's been in my apartment for two months now. Just sitting, moving around, whatever. Same thing with my comforter. It's not within me. Like, I need to wash it because my daughter urinated on it one night. And it's it's not within me to go wash it and put it back on the bed. I don't want it. And I, I feel like it's because it was... It was our bedspread, you know, it was our comforter. It was, it was for the us. And I feel like it's so full of us and I don't want it. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter how many times I wash it. It doesn't matter how many times I tell it to cleanse itself. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's still us in that comforter. The bed sheets, the bed sheets don't feel like anything. The bed sheets feel like mine. But the comforter, I just want nothing to do with it. That one is definitely going in the trash today. Um, it's just I'm trying to part with my things and I'm having such a hard time dealing with it. And I'm trying to do that giving thanks to your items, but it just... It's not strong enough. It's not deep enough from me to say thanks to my items and then part with them. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why. And (laughs) I just don't understand why. I'm trying to become a minimalist. Why am I having such a hard time? Like I made the decision we're becoming a minimalist. But why is why can't I part with my things? And everything in due time, and I tell that to myself, but at the same time, like I posted my purse for sale on eBay because I'm done with it. Like I it was never mine to begin with. It was never it didn't sit like it was my purse. I literally used it once or twice 
And I was like, this ain't it, girl. I posted on eBay. It sold. Tell me why I still have the box. Why it's still in the box. Why I haven't shipped it out. I had to contact the buyer yesterday and say, hey, you know what? I'm still trying to figure out the box situation because I want it to be nice and snug. I will ship it out. get you tracking number tomorrow. And I don't feel a rush to ship out the purse. I don't feel a rush to work out. I even bought these kettlebells so that I can work out. I don't feel a rush to do anything. But when I start doing things, as soon as I leave the house, as soon as I leave the comfort of my apartment, all of a sudden, everything is rushing. Everything's a rush. You got to fucking move, 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 move. And I don't know if it's because of the mindset that I put myself in. When I turn on my music, or is it the mindset of everybody else? Am I picking up everybody else's energy? Is it a mixture of both? I just feel it. My apartment is this calming place I come to sleep to, and I dump my stuff here. I went shopping yesterday, and I still have everything out in the bags, except for the stuff that needed to be in the refrigerator that by force I had to put away. But everything else I still have out. It's not like I, like, what is going on with me? Why do I feel this way? Is there a trauma in there that I need to figure out? Probably abandonment issues, love issues, neglect. I do feel rejected. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm having such a hard time parting with my things. Probably. I'm going through this rejection phase in my life where I feel rejected by everybody. Except for like one or two people. But it's because they work. So I can't latch on to them all day, every day. But it's... The last few weeks, I've noticed that I have... I have detached myself from people that I love. And I feel it's because I have overwhelmed them with me. That's how I feel. I feel like it's I am too much. And I am... I'm trying to be okay in my own energy. I'm trying to be peaceful in my own energy because I feel like I've bled on to all these other people and I feel like I left some trauma in them. So I'm trying to backtrack. And I guess my way backtracking is maybe I should become a minimalist in the meantime that I give everybody a break. But that's the thing. I can't get rid of my stuff. I can't find myself to get rid of my things. I'm trying emotionally to unattach from all of these material things because I feel so attached. And it's it's not anybody's fault. It's just that things happen to us along the way as we get older. And they impact us in certain ways. And we try to fill those voids with things instead of love and understanding ourselves. We push ourselves and we are negative with ourselves and we speak to ourselves in these belittling ways that isn't right.
I think that's what's going on with me when it comes to cleaning out the apartment is that I don't want my things to feel rejected. They don't have feelings. Let's establish that. There's no feeling in things, but this is all me, okay? Giving thanks to your items has everything to do with ourselves. It doesn't have anything to do with our item. Our item is just one, it's one hollow nothing, And we have to emotionally detach in order to physically detach. So when you give your items thanks, you're coming to terms with yourself. I no longer need this to fill the void. I no longer need that to feel complete. There's, you know, what is it doing for me? And it's difficult. You're talking 30, 40, 50, 60 plus years of filling your voids with items, with things, empty, hollow things that are nothing. You're not taking that to the grave. You're not taking that to your next realm. You're not taking that with you. I mean, you might try, (laughs) you might try, (laughs) but you're not gonna take it. It's not nothing. I had one thing in my life that I was so attached to. It must have been, so there's different periods in my life that I was attached to things. And the one that I can think of the most is this moon rock. Now, I was five years old, I believe I was in first grade, and uh, they had a raffle. They had, they had a man come from NASA to visit us, visit us at school. He was considered an astronaut. Was he famous or not? I don't think so. Probably was. I, I don't know. Everyone was very much excited. This man from NASA came over. He was considered an astronaut and brought us a rock from the moon. Now, I'm pretty sure everyone thought it was bullshit, okay? Me now as a spiritual person, I still think it was bullshit, but but maybe it wasn't. So they put this rock inside this giant contraption of some sort, box-looking thing. They put the rock in there, and the rock is maybe like... It's probably like the size of a baseball, not a softball, a baseball. So they put it in there. It makes this loud crack because it cracked it open and they pulled out names and I happened to be one of them. It was me and this other girl. And I was super excited. I brought it home. I can tell you exactly what it looked like. It was like this big old rock on the outside, very gray and white. Um, and on the inside, it was crystals. As these nice crystals kind of look like the inside of a um, kind of look like the inside of a watermelon after you eat the watermelon part, but it was black crystals in there, so it was nice and deep in there, like you know. Um, they told me not to touch it. Did I touch it? Fuck yeah, I did. I touched it. So everybody touched it. Everyone put their energy in it. Whatever. As I got older, and I didn't think about this until maybe the last five years, um, the inside of that rock was growing. Those crystals were pushing out. Like they were 
they they were in there when I first got it. And we're talking, I was five. So we're talking, you know, 20 something years later, like the rock is still growing. Like it's no longer in there empty looking. Now it looks like it's full. So I asked my mom, hey, if you ever see my rock, can you not trash it? I need it to come back to me. I need it to find me because I need it. I need it for me. I put so much emphasis on this rock and my mother was like, you know what? I think I trashed it. And I felt so upset because I thought, it's my rock. It's my item. Like this rock has been with me for so long. I knew I left it at my parents' apartment when I moved out. It was still there. And I'm like, you know what? It probably is still there. Did she trash it? I don't think so. I don't think she's found it. But at the same time, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe she did trash it. Maybe she did find it. And maybe she was like, oh, fuck this. And she threw it away. Because it wasn't part of her life. Because it wasn't part of that excitement within her. I always feel in my life that I don't win anything. And the one time I won something, it felt like I I felt completed. But why did I feel that way? What happened in my life? that I feel like I need this item in my life. I'm not going to take it with me when I pass over. It's going to stay out here. It's going to continue being, or maybe not. But why did I put so much emphasis on this rock? Why do I I feel like I need it? Because I still do, even as human form, I'm like, man, I wish I had my rock. I'm 30-something years old, and it, I feel I want to rock. You understand what I'm saying with that? It, it just, we need to see a therapist. A good one. No, not even a good one, but like an open one. I detest going to therapists that don't speak. They just listen. But I understand why they do it. They want you to figure it out. That's why you're there, to figure it out. They can tell you everything they want to tell you, but if you don't, if you're not open to it and you don't want to figure it out, you're not going to figure it out. So, let's try and let go of our our material things. And I do want to apologize I have a lip tie and a tongue tie. So that's why when I speak, it's not flowing. I feel like I need to stop, enunciate, stop, enunciate. That's how my life is. Especially now that I know it's due to a lip tie and a tongue tie. Welcome to the blah. So that's what I'm working with. Material things. Getting rid of them. Yeah, getting rid of them. So I guess I'm I'm gonna end this segment because I feel like I I keep talking a lot. <laughs> so let's do this. If you're listening, if you're open to it. 
let's get rid of one thing a day. Regardless if it's trash, regardless if it's an item that you feel connected to, just try and let it go. Some things are going to come easier than others. Others, put it aside, come back the next day, let's look at it again, let's feel it again, let's thank it again. And again, the thanking part isn't for the item, it's for you. It's for you. So that you can accept the fact that you don't need that anymore. It doesn't have to be anything drastic, just something minor. Start small. And when it's born from you. When it comes from you. When it comes from you, go ahead and do it. But if it's not coming from you and you don't feel it, just leave it alone. Put it aside. Push it to the side, whatever, because that's actually what I'm doing. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. I'm pushing everything aside. Um, I just... I just feel like we have so much emphasis on material things. And it's unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. We we have become hoarders. But we don't... We put so much time and effort in hoarding that we... We're not open. We're not open. So hopefully this this episode helped out somehow. Maybe you laughed when you needed it. Maybe you cried when you needed it. Maybe you fell asleep to my voice. I don't know. Subscribe, don't subscribe. Shoot me a message, don't shoot me a message. <laughs> um, just thank you everybody for listening and just sticking around. Um, remember that you always want to respond with love. I mean, we all do, it's just... Sometimes we try to suppress it. No. No. Or maybe we are, right? We're trying to suppress it within us. And we're coming out a different way to those other people. And we're pushing them away. Maybe. Maybe. Lots to think about this week. Lots to think about. So thank you everyone for tuning in. I hope you have a great week, a great weekend. I hope you accept good as well. Like accept things as they come. And start small. Don't schedule it. It just has to come from within you. I love you all. I send you all my love through this pink bubble that I feel so in tune with. And just take care of yourselves. Have some water, have some fruit, have some vegetables. Throw away something that you don't need anymore. (laughs) I love you all so much. 
take care and enjoy your life.